Hey everybody, it is Sunday, September 5th. This is the Living Luna Podcast. I'm Zybon. It's good to have you in. So we're recording this for the um, the new moon that is happening, I think, tonight or tomorrow night. We're very much in the energy of it anyway. And yeah, some people will see like the dark moon as this time and then the new moon when the first like sliver of light appears so there is that like dark moon new moon not quite the same thing potentially depending on how you view it but um we're definitely in that time we're very much stepping through that portal and so i pulled a card from smith rider weight tarot deck and the card that i pulled is the chariot which I think is one of those situations where, like, tarot tends to be kind of literal for me. And the chariot is, you know, a card of, like, kind of moving along, but also potentially moving on, depending on, like, where you are and how you read it and what your kind of idea or conception of tarot is. Like, the chariot's the vehicle that takes you a certain distance, But the closer you look at it and the more you think about it, the more you realize that it's not necessarily, you know, the best vehicle to take you all the way. And you can certainly, you know, live inside your chariot and be the person depicted in the card. But it's not the whole of our experience because there's always something beyond what we have right now so sometimes the chariot is is about just like recognizing when you've gone as far as you can and moving on it's sort of interesting pulling that in this kind of dark moon new moon time especially like at this time of year before the in the northern hemisphere anyway the autumnal autumn equinox is is fast approaching at the end of september you know, we're sort of entering that kind of liminal time of the world where after all the growth of summer and everything that um, things start to die off. You know, we have the last, you know, big harvest and then things start to become fallow and we head into winter, but it's not really, you know, a death in that sense. It's more like a hibernation going in before coming out again in the spring you know so it's kind of funny pulling the chariot in this particular time frame where you know you have that evaluation of like where am i what am i taking with me what am i shedding what are the new things that i'm picking up what's the the vehicle that's going to take me on from this point what time do I need to spend looking at where I am and where I've come from and where I'm going, you know? That's kind of interesting from that point of view. And then uh, I do inline skating, a.k.a. rollerblading, although, you know, rollerblade is a specific, like, trademark. That, you know, inline skating is kind of the more generic term. I do a lot of, like, fitness skating as well, which is different from, like, 
you're in a skate park and you're doing a bunch of tricks, that's like aggressive inline. And then like sort of urban or fitness skating is just kind of usually on bigger wheeled skates and just kind of going around kind of touring through neighborhoods and stuff, just keeping yourself fit, which is what I do most of the time. And um, I used to skate a lot in my 20s, and then there was like a 10-plus year gap where I didn't skate at all. And then I got back into it several years ago. I was doing a bit of aggressive skating, and then the um, pandemic that we're in happened, and a lot of the parks kind of closed and reopened and closed and reopened, and I just kind of stopped doing it and got more into the, the like urban side of things just to keep fit. Recently, I've been trying to get some of my, like, not necessarily tricks because they're not, like, complicated, but some of the jumps and parts of aggressive that are useful in urban, like when you want to cross a street and you get to the other side and there's a big curb and, you know, you can just jump from the road onto the curb and you don't have to go find, like the part that's cut out for a driveway where you could go up, you know, and those sorts of things, or like there's a garbage can that's been tossed aside carelessly. You can jump over it instead of having to like stop and work your way around it or whatever, you know, some things like that are kind of useful little things. And um, <laughs> I haven't really done a lot of that stuff for probably a couple of years since, well, yeah, I guess it's been like, what is it, a year and a half, year and three quarters, this situation that we're in right now. So that whole time, I haven't really done that kind of stuff. So it's like a little bit odd getting back into it. And then on the like the bigger skates, like the, the kind of dynamics of it change a little bit. So I've been trying to get my jumps back. I was kind of getting there, but still not really feeling confident. And then something happened the other day where I was practicing on this one curb that had this little bit of like a grass kind of verge up on the sidewalk. So you had the roadway, the curb, a grass verge, and then the actual like pavers of the sidewalk. So it was a nice little gap to kind of force yourself to jump over. And, you know, if you land in the grass at high speed, especially if the ground's soft, you can kind of dig into it a little bit. So there's a little bit of danger there, but like you can usually kind of, you know, fling yourself out of it and still land on your feet if that happens. So it was a nice, like sort of low kind of risk thing to try, but at least there was that differentiation to like make you want to jump it. And the, the way this particular curb was set up, it was kind of curved so it was at an angle and as you're coming in from the roadway the 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 curb on the like road level had like pavers around it as part of like a drainage system and there was like a big gap where two of those pavers um, didn't meet properly so if you're on the road level you had to choose to go to like one side or the other of that gap to otherwise it was kind of awkward rolling up to it so I was looking at this jump and I was doing it from like one side of, of this like big gap, the line in the ground. And I, I kind of realized I could, it was like a bigger, slightly more difficult jump if I went to the other side of the line. So I was kind of trying different things. And I got to this point where I didn't really feel that confident in doing the like longer, bigger jump, but I wanted to do it. So I was kind of just, there looking at it and I was thinking 
like, well, where do I take off from? Where do I land? How do I make this work? And then as I was going through it, I sort of accidentally arrived at this point in my head where, where I was like, okay, if I'm on the left-hand side of, the, of this big like line in the ground, it's pretty obvious where I'm taking off from. So what really matters is where I'm landing. And then I was kind of looking at the, the pavers on this sidewalk and figuring out like best place to land. And then I kind of skated away from it a little bit so I could turn around and, you know, come back with some speed and make the jump. And as I turned around, I, th this thought just kind of popped into my head of like, when you commit to a jump, you're not committing to the takeoff, you're committing to the landing. And that's just been stuck in my head for the last like three or four days. Because I think it, it, it just, it's so meaningful in life in general, like beyond like the actual, like literal physical situation that I was in. You know, when you commit to doing something, starting can be the hardest part but once you get started having the purpose and direction to make it to a conclusion to actually complete something is often more difficult than initially starting you know like once you get past that entry level knowing where you're going and what you're doing and sometimes even knowing what a conclusion looks like is very difficult and in just that same way as like when you jump something, if you're so focused on the takeoff part, once you take off, you don't really know where you're going. So of course it's going to be hard to land that jump because you have to make it all up in the air as you're going. And what if you didn't put in enough power or you put in too much power into the jump, then you're going to miss your landing. There's not a lot you can do to adjust that in midair so you have to just kind of take the landing as it comes but if you think about and focus on where you're landing then in some senses the takeoff doesn't really matter because if you know where you're going you're going to do the right things without even really thinking about it you know so i'm kind of thinking about that a lot and it, it's something that just won't leave my head so it's kind of funny that you know pull a tarot card and get the chariot because i feel like all of that kind of ties in together with like the new moon and the equinox and these like micro and macro senses of of like going inside figuring out like what you want to keep what you're taking with you what's what you're shedding all those kinds of things like i feel like all that ties together. Like I have a couple of projects that I've been working on, you know, like not for my job, just things that I'm working on to, to, you know, the pleasure of it. And I haven't got them to a state where I can give them to people yet. And I keep thinking it's because of this or because of that, like because of this thing that I want to do before it's ready to go out or this other thing that I want to do before this is ready to go out. And, well, I think what it ends up being is that I didn't really know what the end goal was when I started on these things. I was just noodling around. But once you have that idea of, of like you want to take something and release it to people, it has to be in a state where they can interact with it and use it in a meaningful way. And, and so it's because these projects just kind of started off as like 
nothing and ended up being something that I want to share with people. I, I don't know where the landing is. I, I'm not committed to that landing. So that's something that I need to kind of go back and evaluate for myself. And it, it just makes sense. It's one of those like sound bites that like once it clicks in your head, it kind of ends up living there for a bit, or at least it has for me. Hmm. Yeah, and with that being said, I think that's about it. I've I've been kind of struggling lately because my own practice isn't really where I want it to be either. I think this also applies in that sense as well, where I'm not really sure like where I am in the kind of magical practice that I have. Like I'm not really committing to the right things. And that's something that I need to figure out myself. So um yeah. I think sometimes it's okay to to just not know, but you know, it also helps to figure it out so that you can actually move forward. <laughs> yeah, with that being said, I think that's it for this episode today. Um, so we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another one. Hopefully this was helpful to some people and hopefully next time I'll have different insights to share. Um, we do generally record the podcast live on Twitch. And we do have a Discord community where we talk about various things, including video games, but also all of the esoteric and witchy kind of stuff too. So um, those links will be in the show notes if if you're interested in joining us. And yeah, thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day.